Hi, this is Amber, and you're listening to Amber on Podcast. Hi, hello, and welcome to episode number 101 of Amber on Podcasts. I'm your host, Amber Camille Ligon, and this podcast is all about doing more good for more people. Thank you for joining me. This week, we are talking about work and productivity. We'll discuss why the four-day work week makes employees more productive and companies more profitable, how you can find out what works for you when it comes to work style and schedule, why you should experiment, why more people are opting to have a vision and design their future, and how you can get started today. If you haven't yet, please take a moment to subscribe to the show. Every Thursday, I release a new episode, and I would love to have you join me. Now, let's get started, and let's start the show. This episode has been a very long time coming. I have yearned for an opportunity to discuss work culture with you and how I have changed the way I work and found more productivity, more fulfillment, and more opportunity for myself. There are many people who share this experience, and the topic of work and productivity in the modern age has been popularized in books like The Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. Today, I bring you a conversation from The James Altucher Show with writer and comedian Brendan Lemon. Brendan and James have a candid conversation that left me feeling inspired and hopeful about the state of work now and in the future. Brendan Lemon is a writer and comedian from Detroit who writes comedy about work. Brendan says, work is changing. Everything is changing. And evidence shows that we shouldn't be working as much as we are working. The average American who works eight to nine hours a day, according to studies, only accomplishes two to three hours of work, work that's meaningful, that actually moves the needle forward. The average worker gets in at 9.30 or 10 a.m., goes for a smoke break, takes a lunch break, comes back, goes for another smoke break, checks email, goes to a meeting, which is not the same as work. Most meetings are useless and a waste of everyone's time, which is why Brendan says the most difficult part of working an eight-hour workday is figuring out what to do with 90% of your time. The whole workday is sitting there and figuring out how to look like you're busy and determining what you should be doing or what other people should be doing. But why is there a five-day work week to begin with? The original idea started back in 1908 when the cotton mill owners decided they wanted to hire Jewish workers who could not work on Saturday due to the Sabbath. Workers already had off on Sunday for the Christians. So began the five-day work week. Then in 1926, Henry Ford conducted a study to test productivity in his factories, and he found that people are more productive if they only worked eight hours a day than if they had two days off. You can see that these rules are arbitrary and very outdated. 
Studies at Microsoft and employment agencies like Robert Half show that a four-day work week leads to not only the same productivity as a five-day work week, but up to 40% more productivity because people are more relaxed. They're happier. Their quality of life is better, so they work harder during those four days. Brendan says that in most office jobs, people are working 45 hours, 45 hours a week, 50 hours a week. They are spending lots of time in meetings, trying to crowdsource decisions from people who are not prepared to make the decision. While most creative thinking comes from times when you are not supposed to be thinking about work, in the shower, while you're working out at the gym, on a plane, etc., A lot of people are better served having this time away from work than being in the office trying to come up with ideas and pretending like they are working hard. Google used this approach by telling their employees that 20% of their time should be spent on their own projects outside of their job at Google. And that's how Gmail was created. It was some other guy's 20%. Also. Remember the 80-20 rule. 20% of what you do creates 80% of the value. If you can identify the right 20%, you can work less and more efficiently. The trouble is, most companies don't want to disturb the status quo. They like to keep things as they are, as they have been done historically, so that way no additional effort is needed to carry out the task. But This doesn't have to be the case. It shouldn't be the case. We can get just as much done in less time. And companies and business owners should be hustling to make the change. Why wouldn't you want your employees to be happier and more productive? I learned these lessons when I started working remote. When you are at home, away from the distractions of the office, you are allowed to focus on your task and not be bothered by people walking up to you or office events like parties and meetings. Nothing against parties. I I just want to be able to choose when I attend a party, not have someone choose for me. While I do enjoy going to work in an office a few times a year, I would never go back to office life because I'm able to be so much more productive by working remote and being in charge of my day. In corporate environments, innovators, game changers, and disruptors are rare. Many of these people end up becoming entrepreneurs, starting their own business or side hustle so they can do things their way. The way of the future is to be more entrepreneurial-minded because corporate culture can be so soul-sucking and mind-numbing as it currently exists. That's why many young people today are opting to design their own vision and control their future as they see fit. You can do this when you have ownership of your time and you train yourself to focus using the 80-20 rule. James says, if you're an entrepreneur working seven days a week, try to find the 20% and try to trim your work week down to four days. And you will most likely be more effective no matter what. We can all make a change today to be more productive and take ownership of our time. 
For example, Brendan uses time limitation as a way to manage his writing. He writes one article for 40 minutes, and if he finishes in less time, he starts another article. For me, I use this technique when writing my podcast. I've told you before about the Pomodoro technique, some 20 minutes on, five minutes off. So I use that and focus on writing my show for 20 minutes without distraction. I take a five-minute break, and I go back to writing. I do this so often that I have improved my time by keeping track and competing with myself, trying to get a 2,000-word podcast written in one hour or less. This is great and effective for me because it forces me to get my work done in a certain time frame and trains me to focus. I also use this technique when checking email for work, when working on a project for work. I time myself and focus just on that one project. One of the biggest productivity killers today is a lack of focus because our attention is being grabbed all day by our phones email, and text. Many people have a hard time focusing for more than three minutes at a time. If you can't focus, you can't do deep work. If you can't do deep work, you can't get into a flow state. And if you can't get into a flow state, you can't take advantage of the 80-20 rule. I understand not everyone is able to change their work schedule today, but you can change the way you work. You can change jobs or change industries like I did. You can ask your boss to work a flex schedule. You are in charge of your life, not anyone else. We're all making a decision. We are all responsible for creating the life we want and finding what works best for us. I can't make the decision for you. I can only tell you what I have experienced in my own life. I have found that when I am able to manage my time efficiently and work at home, I am able to do more in less time and spend more time with loved ones, which to me is the most important part of life, spending time with those we love. I want to have as much time as possible with the ones I love and being more productive with a four-day work week or working remotely, is one surefire way to get me there. I hope you all go out and find the opportunities and the schedule that works best for you, and you chase it and are relentless. We only have one life to live, and it's important to live each day to its fullest. If I can do it, so can you, dear listeners. Our life changes when we decide to make a change. And I believe in you. When you are able to live out your dream and share your story, you are definitely doing more good for more people. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for spending your precious time learning and growing along with me. Time is the one thing we cannot get more of. So this message is very near and dear to my heart. I am always looking for ways to better manage my time so that I can do the things that are important to me and spend time with the people I love. You have my promise that I will continue to share information like this so we can all stay informed and be ready to lead the change we want to see in the world. The proof is out there. The results 
are in. And we know that less work means more productivity and more profitability. We know that these rules are arbitrary and can be changed at any time. And we know what to do to make a change in our own lives. Go check out James's interview with Brendan Lemon for more great insight and discussion. You can also follow Brendan on Twitter at BLKBNR. He is smart and hilarious. That's at BLKBNR. For all of the show notes and to sign up for exclusive updates, visit mytalkingdollars.com. If you haven't yet, don't forget to subscribe. And please join me next week for another conversation about living your best life and doing more good. Thank you. Love you. Bye.